Why am I stuck doing the intro? Who did it last time? I don't know. I think I did it last time. Ah, it's probably my turn then. All right, we can do that. <laughs> All right. For fuck's sakes. <laughs> this is... <laughs> what is that? What is that? The fucking wheel. Anytime you what? hit it, it freaks out and starts... Why are you jerking off your wheel? I don't... Use your good hand. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the 10th episode of The Outside Line. We've got a very special guest with us today, Mr. Matty Ween. Fresh off a second place at DSA uh, last event. So, uh, how are we doing all today? Kicking goals, I hope. Start with you, uh, Jack. Yeah, look, uh, I'm good. Always good. A bit cold, the weather these days. But, you know, it is what it is, coming into winter. I definitely thought summer was coming up, like, next month, but it's not. Only just starting to get more cold, so I'm retarded, but you get that. Ben, how are you doing? I'm great. I didn't fail my random drug test at work today, so I'm still stuck in my <laughs> terrible job. Um, but, yeah, everything else is fantastic. <laughs> What about you, Tate? Oh, I'm going great. Oh, it's actually freezing up here. So um, I'm just trying to basically hug my heater that's down here and fight with the G27 that seems to be freaking out and just vibrating itself to death. So how are you going, Matty? Oh, I'm pretty good. Pretty much the same as all you guys. Pretty chilled and freezing. That's about all I got. <laughs> It is a bit of a theme at the moment. Does anyone else it's, have it's any? It's cold. Other... If anybody doesn't know, it's the 9th of July and it's cold. So all, yeah. for all our uh, American viewers, it's cold at the moment. It's probably hot for you. That yes. one person all that's one and a half. podcast from Melbourne. Uh, from Melbourne? From, from, from America. There's Texans that live in Melbourne. You don't know. Could be. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we'll go with that. Alrighty then. So we've... Uh, We've got a couple of events coming up, but we also had one that just went past. Not a comp, but a Matsuri. I've uh, made Ben give us a bit of a wrap-up on this one. Yeah, I, yeah. Apparently, you spent more time under a car than anywhere else. But no, not really. I, sp- I spent more time just wandering around the pitch, having chats with people after I broke my car in the second session, which I've really gotten really good at doing i've taken um, my housemate jamie's curse of breaking drive lines every, every event and now i'm doing it so yay for me my bad series wrap up is my car's broken again but no it was it was really good um Matt Suri sold out so it was 120 spots all sold out there was some um some uh interesting stuff with the uh, the groups and stuff like that because there was about 60 people that had entered Group A, which is the experienced group, um, about 40 in Group B, and 20 in the experienced class. And then Malalas tried to start moving cars around and stuff like that. And they said, oh, if you want to volunteer to move down a group, you know, just let us know and we'll put you down. If not, we're going to start doing them in the um, like the order of entry. So latest entries will get moved down first. And I'm like, shit, because I entered like second to last after I fixed my car. So I actually, I actually emailed Malala and goes, don't move me, please don't move me. <laughs> I want to stay in Group A. And they left me in Group A, which was really good for the first session, and then I broke my car. But um, they, they yeah. knew they were just like one session. He's done anyway. So. Yeah, it was, it was good. Like for Matsuri, it was great. Like going out and watching, and like literally, especially like Group A. I don't 
think I saw more than like two dozen solo laps throughout the whole day. Like everyone was tandeming. Um, they were only letting us do three car trains, which you know some of us wanted to do more. But um, you know they were like no more than three. We're like four, and they're like three. And I'm like four, <laughs> but yeah, only three. Um, and then heaps of people driving with other people. It wasn't just like the same three people driving around together all day. So it's great to see like the community so strong and everyone's out there just driving with everyone, having fun. Uh, the atmosphere was absolutely amazing. There was like the, the turn one mound was packed. Um, Stewie and Spencer and everyone had gazebos and couches and stuff set up behind the canteen. There was a nice little chill spot there with some shade. Which is yeah, really nice to watch drifting with a bit of shade. That's that's been something that's really been lacking of um, recent times. But yeah, great atmosphere, heaps of stuff going on. Um, of course, uh, mentioned that it was Gordon's last event as caretaker out at Malar as well. So um, it was it was a uh, a very very teary driver's briefing, but he he managed to get through it without um or without getting too choked up, as I'm being attacked by my cat. But, um, yeah, of course, um, we got to say a massive thank you to Gordon and all the guys out at Malar for all the effort they put in. Like, Malar has been one of the tracks that's been supportive of drifting forever. Like, since drifting's become a thing, like, Malar was one of the first events, uh, tracks that had events in comps back in, like, 2003 or 2002, something like that, like, way back in the day. And, um, like, you look at all these tracks, see all these tracks pop up on the East Coast. Like, you got Pheasant Woods, you've got... Um, like all those tracks that come up, and then like six months later, no more drifting. And then, oh, there's drifting, and then there's no more drifting. Like Malar's, there's, I don't think there's been a period in time where we couldn't have gone to Malar and drifted. So, um, as much as people go, oh, it's, you know, it's boring, you know, we've driven it so much, it's because you've been able to drive it so much. So, you know, mm. we should be thankful that we've had somewhere to drive for so long and um, continue. We'll continue to have somewhere to drive for so long. So, uh, yeah. No, that's everything was good. It was really good. There was a line. At one point, the line for the canteen was, like, past the grassed area. Like, there would have been probably, like, 70 people waiting in line to get, like, a chicken burger and some Zim Zim. So, um, the uh, the canteen ladies bloody cleaned up, I reckon. And I <laughs> heard it, it sort of had a lot of man. vibes of, like, uh, five years ago, Matt Suri, where it was packed yeah. out and yeah, it was people just, everywhere and yeah, lots of spectators enjoyed. and that sort of thing yeah it was it was heaps good so um and i got to experience that all day because my car was broken so yeah <laughs> that was vatsuri this ben's vatsuri wrap up excellent well thanks for taking us through that so we've got uh round three coming up in probably about a week and a half at this point new layout that uh stewie's come up with for us to uh, to deal with and Learn in uh, three practice sessions before going into a comp. No practice. It's it's like victory spec. Like just like you get morning practice and that's it. Like you know, so you know, nut up and go. Sorry. Yeah. Well, everyone that was complaining about uh, you know being bored of Malap because they've done plenty of laps out there, they can come out to uh, this round. They're uh, not going to have to worry about that. So I've uh, I've taken a look. I'll chuck up. Maybe the layout or something on the screen if you happen to be watching us. But uh, yeah, what do you guys reckon of the layout that they've uh, they've uh, put up for this round? Um, I'll I'll go. I'm the guy that talks a lot, so um, <laughs> it's gonna be really really interesting. And I feel sorry for the other two guys 
because it looks like um, the L2 guys have definitely got the um, the harder harder layout, the shorter end of the straw. Um, although it looks like they're going to be starting like through the quad kick now instead of before the quad kick, so that'll make it a lot better. Because um, initially we were all going, oh, if they're going to start by going left and then transitioning through the quad kick with less speed than you go going down the hill, is you really going to struggle? And the guys, you can definitely see that power difference between the cars. But um, with a little bit of a later entry, it should be a little bit more manageable. But yeah, running off the wall, as uh, man there off the wall and then like through the guts of the track and then into the tight section. The tight section's back. I'm so happy. Like I'm devoted that I'm not driving because like that tight section is bloody awesome. I drove it once in the Sethi back in the Oktoberfest, which was like a year and a half, two years ago, something like that, a long time ago. But um, yeah, it's going to be sick. Yeah. I'm interested to see how particularly the entry into the bowl goes and then the exit of the bowl. Because I think that's going to be a bit of an extension from the exit of the bowl outwards until you get to the next left-hander. Um, so it'll be interesting yeah. to see how that goes. And they also, have, what was that, Matty? They've chucked the inner clip that coming out of the bowl there as well, which I think could catch quite a few people out because it is, as you said, it's quite a long extension. Uh, with that, with that inner clip, I don't know how. Yeah, I think. The people who drive technically will get it straight away, but I think there'll be a few that maybe struggle with that. I think the inner clips to try and draw cars to the right as they come through the thing, yeah. through the middle, so they don't end up like being on angle this way and then going, oh, there's a hairpin here, and I'm going to like do this. Whereas if you're drawing the car to the right, it'll make it flow much nicer into that um, hairpin into the tight section. I think the key is, looking at it, I reckon the key is probably going to be getting out of the wall wide and not getting too focused on being on the wall at the start because we know that if you try and follow that wall perfectly, it's very hard to do because the wall's not actually actually proper circular. It's, it's more of like an oval shape. So I reckon people might have a tendency to focus on the start of the wall and getting on the wall there. But really, I think following the outside of the wall around the last part of that corner is going to put you nice and far out to then pull into that inner clip rather than sort of doing an awkward half-track dance on the way out. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. going to be interesting to see how... This is going to test chase cars for sure, um, seeing who can actually chase on a bumper rather than um, sitting on the door all the time because it's definitely going to be about placement uh, for the chase car for this one. And... It's going to be an interesting one to watch from like the commentary box and, and the judges' tower as well because we're going to be on the opposite side of the track. So uh, this is one of the first layouts where we haven't really had a real grandstand seat uh, watching from the other side of the track. So um, if you do come out to spectate, I would highly suggest getting up on that bank and uh, on the wall there on the far side of the track because that's going to be the spot to watch from, I reckon. The other interesting thing is going to be that the, I believe the lead car is going to be on the outside of that left-hand turn, and you're going to have to initiate from the right-hand side of the track and then uh, transition across. across to the wall the other way rather than just flicking straight onto the wall. So it be interesting to see how people go as a chase car having to have another car come across the front of them and then jump onto their door rather than just going straight along a track um, that's more like, you know, last round that we had where it was straight and you jumped straight onto their door. 
rather than having to have a car that comes across in front of them. Yeah, you're just going to have to learn. You, it's going to be a, a matter of learning how to time that jump onto the door. And, um, yeah, you, so you don't have free reign of the half the track where you can just come in shallow and shoot right up onto the inside. You've got to time that jump to switch and jump in right on the uh, initiation. And the guys that are really good are going to get that really, really good and get it right. And um, that is probably a point where we might see some people maybe get a little bit too keen. And um, if they do, that would be maybe one of those spots where we see a little bit of carnage. Yeah, I was thinking that before. If you accidentally tap that um, lead car as they come across on the transition, you risk actually putting them into a state where they keep spinning off towards the wall. And that might not end so well for anyone. No, Any thoughts, all. Jack? Yeah, I like I said, I um don't have Facebook. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> Again, I, um, Jack I doesn't just... have Facebook, guys. He doesn't yeah, want to tell you. But he's got uh, seventeen will. Instagram accounts. If you want to follow one of those, <laughs> three. Um, no, I was just looking at it then. Still up on my. Oh, um. Yeah, look, the I was just I was just thinking about like the lead car initiating. And then you said it's going to what? So lead car is going to be left side, coming around out of the speed gate. So that means no, the right hand side. side of the track, right but they've okay. got to initiate right. yeah. through the left hander, and then the chase car can dive onto the back. Gotcha. Okay, righto. Kind of like how DCA at Gambia was, where the lead car did the uphill, and yep. the chase car could dive. Could dive. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Cool. Heck. All right. So who's driven this sort of thing? Just you, Ben, in Locktoberfest or whatever it's called. Yeah, but I only it, there was only the quad kink layout. No, I don't think anyone's actually driven the bowl through to the inside section. Yep. This is yeah. completely like as a as a line, it's completely un undriven. Okay. Um, in terms of people actually doing it for real, we we yeah. we messed around with it on the simulator the other night. Yeah. And um, it is interesting. Okay. Yeah. To say it's the least. technical, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's um, yeah. Level two, a... yeah. Level sorry, two layout as well. Sorry, is um, that's super interesting, eh? Because what I've noticed speaking with a lot of level two guys, a lot of the time, they drive a lot better when they do the L one layouts, eh? Because yeah, a lot of the time it's lower powered vehicles. I know there are some guys that have a fair bit of power now, but heck, sometimes that. Level two layer is not ideal for it's the mate. The, the quad kink is way more technical than running the, the wall. Like the quad kinks yeah. are actually a yeah, hard one I mean, to hit. Level the two only issue is the with the L2 guys, like obviously they're a little bit more prone to like having a flob. And when you have a flob through the quad kink, you've got like obviously a whole bunch of dirt and then yeah. the, the bank track before you get to the wall. Whereas if you yeah. have a flab a flub on the bank, like you've basically yeah, we've seen so many people already <clears throat> take um, already pancake their cars on that on that wall. <laughs> I'm not sure yeah. if you guys have seen the speedgate set up for L2 if it's been posted yet, um, but they'll be speedgated fairly heavily uh, right at the start of the quad kink, just sort of so it's off the track of the L1 layout, and then they initiate. Uh, halfway to almost three quarters of the way through i reckon so it's sort of flat out up the hill around there at, at that be. point why not just send them through the through the bowl and like under grip 
and then they can carry more speed through the, the initial part of the track. But yeah. Mm. <laughs> the, the gears are now turning. Because <laughs> it's but, Stewie. When does Stewie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's. That's, uh, that's all I've got. We, we, we shall not question our glorious leader. <laughs> it might be a round that I know a, a fair few of the rounds that we've had recently. It's about getting everything perfect and being very, very aggressive. This round might be a bit more of a case of um, who survives yeah. and and not getting it, focusing on getting it 100% and being super, super aggressive, but instead focusing on getting the track to flow and um, just making sure that you do the layout and do the run and, and don't have an off because it seems like a layout with that's pretty technical, but also we're not going to have a lot of time on it. So being crazy aggressive is may not actually be the ticket to this one. Just getting smooth and consistent and yeah. being able to do that lap after lap might actually be the key. Mm. Consistency for sure, especially through battle rounds. Obviously, elimination completely changes, but you would hope by top eight eliminations, people <laughs> have got it down pat by then. Even when we ran the high speed backwards layout into the tight section, it was technical, but it was also like a big balls entry. Whereas now this is probably the first truly like straight up tech section um, that that's been run. Like there's no, Top of third, fourth gear, 150k an hour entry. Like you know, we're looking at probably 80 to 90 k's roughly on that initiation, and that's you know these days that's pretty low speed. So like it's going to be full tech. It's going to be about car placement, not throwing backies, and um, it's going to be really interesting to see who can adapt to um, to this sort of thing. And I think this might be the one of the times where we see maybe a bit of a shake up when it comes to uh, who we see in the top eight and even on the podium. Mm. Well, uh, we've also got a few names that we haven't seen in a little while. We've got uh, Davey Clark, who I haven't... D1 Davey. D1 Davey. He's, uh, I think I saw his name in the list there. Maddie can probably correct me if yeah. I'm wrong. Yeah. But uh, we haven't, haven't seen him for a long time. I don't think he's got a KSF. No, he's got, a, um, he's got a JZX-110. JZX-110, sorry. Mark 2. He, My guy. He, was, uh, he did drive at Matsuri. Um, I think that's the first time he's drifted in, what, 10 or more years, I think. Oh, Pretty no, it hasn't been that long. Uh, it's been a while. He, he stopped. Years. He, he stopped not long good... after we I started, so that would be at least seven years ago. Yeah, I'm thinking. Competition, yeah. maybe 10 years is what he said. I yeah. can't remember. Yeah. I know it was Malar. He didn't drink Malar in 10 years, but he did, like, the last three or four years of, like, straight up, like, old Talems. Yeah. He was part of part of that crew with, like, um, Simon and Stewie and all that. The guys that just drove the old old Talems flat chat. So, yeah. Do you have a wedding, wedding out there? there? Yeah, his wedding out yeah. there when he married yeah. uh, Ricky. Yeah. So, yeah, and then they started R&D Mechanical. So, if I think they're down Lonsdale Way somewhere. They do car stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he's gone from the smallest Toyota that he you can mm. get that's four doors to the biggest. He he drove it like a K seventy two at Matt Zuri. Like he was hucking that thing around. Yeah. And I, I think I see that he entered L two. He did. <laughs> now, 
But I, I don't know if you watched last episode, Matthew, but um, yes. we were discussing the, the L2 stuff about power caps and all that stuff. And I said <laughs> a really good driver in a pretty average car is way more scary than a pretty average or a new driver in a well-set-up car. So I, I, I'm, I'm an anaran about that, having Davey in L2, to be perfectly I, honest. I... Yeah, I said the same thing, and uh, <laughs> do it again. Um, because, and the, the only reason I questioned it uh, was because Spencer wasn't really allowed to do it in his MX-5. Yeah. Um, so, and I did, I don't remember the actual answer, but it, it made sense. It probably would have started know. with, no, 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 you, but you, you, the thing is, dude. The thing about then, it is. Yeah, the thing about is it this is, the, is, is this the episode really where he throws way. Stewie under the bus? <laughs> he doesn't watch it anyway. <laughs> you what? He probably doesn't watch it anyway. <laughs> no, he's there. He's, he's, he's turning red right now. He's, he's, about, he's about as red as I am. Just I guess Stewie. nobody mentioned it to him. We'll find out if he watches or not. <laughs> yeah, if I get abused at round three, <laughs> the, we know he watches. If I score zero every run, so me and Matty. <laughs> well, he doesn't, he's not even a judge, so. <laughs> I think uh, the case with Davey was it was more like if he comes out and wipes the field, then he'll get bumped up pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but he's been out of it long enough. It's safe to probably put him in L2 because we do still have a lot of good L uh, L2 drivers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, But, like, I watched him shake that ring rust off at Malla pretty bloody quick, so. Yeah, yeah. And that is not like it's an uncompetitive car. Like, it's a stockish 1J. He's got, you know, arms and all that fun stuff in it. So, like, it's not a bloody, it's not an MX-5 or a bloody stock Commodore or a bloody, you know, VAXR6 Turbo with the bloody weldy and choppies. Yeah. I, I think uh, the L2 power conversation has been brought up a bit recently with some yeah. more powerful cars. And it sort of comes from those with less power seeing it as an advantage. But um, I think it's something we'll probably have to get a bit hotter on probably next year moving forward just because because it's, it could potentially become an issue. Um, but it, it still comes down to driver, obviously. Like, power's not always an advantage. But I think the gentleman's agreement is getting stretched a little bit with some of them, maybe. Yeah, the hard bit is people do like building cool cars. Yeah, I was about to like... say that. There's, there's some guys that will drive once or twice in something and then just cash out yeah. and build something spastic. Well, there's some people that are like, oh, I see this drifting thing. I've watched that and cash out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Build something spastic without even doing a lap. If you can, then why not? Oh, if you obviously. can, well, power but, to you, but... 100%. It's all one of those things that obviously money doesn't always bring talent. And um, at the end of the day, that'll always, especially the way our comps run, that'll always shine through. You, you know, it's not one of those things that you come out there with a $100,000 car and enter level two. You could come freaking last, like. You probably yeah. will if you haven't driven before, because exactly right. But that's, the thing that's is, what I mean. More power, more lock, more grip is yeah. way harder to drive than exactly right. a, a yeah. T28 S13 with cut and shut knuckles. Yeah, like a, a more basic car is actually much easier to drive than a, a high spec car. Like we saw that at bloody um, 
what was it, bloody high tech or whatever it was over at Winton, where like we saw people like that we know can drive really well. Like we saw Cam Martin and um, Alexander Kantrowski and stuff like that look like beginners basically with with a really not an awkward layout, but like Stewie said of a real tech layout. And they struggled because yeah. they are super dripped up. They're on semis. They're making decent power. Yeah. And, like, you've got to pedal the crap out of them. And, like, it makes people that we know are really good drivers look, you know, not as good because the cars are so much harder to drive. Yeah. 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 It's a bit of a hard one. Like, you could also do other things rather than having a power cap. You could maybe minimize the tires that they're on. So, two one fives, or you could make it... RE92s and... all around. Don't matter what <laughs> or make it like second gear only layouts and stuff like that like there's other ways to go about it but it's a bit hard like there's going to be guys out there that have built cars that are ls turbos for example that yeah. still want to come out and they're not that great drivers and how do you say to them oh sorry you've got to... no but i think it's one of those things like um like i don't have a crazy good car or anything but at the same time old mate could come out with a ls turbo s14 that's off its nut but I'd still rather drive with someone who's Miller, for example, in an S13 with a T28. You have more fun. You get old mate that's got this crazy powerful car and he's just can't put a lap together, and he's you're trying to battle him in like a, in a level a level one level. At the end of the day, if they don't, I think it should always be based more on the experience. Sure. Um, and if someone comes out there and and is a good driver straight away with this crazy good car, and they do one or two events. There's no what's what's the issue with having making them move up after one or two rounds, you know they don't have to do the whole season the in level two. Well, that's right, yeah. So yeah. if if someone comes out and walks the field in level two for two events straight, then it's going to be Brody. one of those things. Bro, yeah, but Brody didn't. <laughs> he walk... didn't even walk the field, but like it's the same thing. Like Brody's car makes 300 kilowatts, yes, but yeah. like it's also a Commodore with stock Commodore IRS in the rear, and it was slammed. Yeah, and like. One of the battles he won in the eliminations was against Alex Gilmore because Alex didn't realize how bloody slow Brody's car was and went, I'm going to get on his door. Oh, no, I can't I'm go anywhere door. now because he's in front of me. <laughs> and then he ran off the track. But, so, like, it's not – it's, like, I don't understand this massive fascination about how many KWs, how yeah, many – exactly right, yeah. Coming yeah. I don't, I don't think it should be about – The setup and driver makes so much more of a difference, especially on the tracks that we run. We're not doing bloody Irwindale or, like, Orlando where we've got a massive bank and you're doing bloody 700 k's an hour wheel speed through the track. Like, it, that power doesn't mean crap. I know, I know we, do talk, we do talk about, it like, almost every every episode, but has there been anyone that's come in level two and and – people have started questioning him or uh so harry's s15 the barrow s15 yeah uh it's been mentioned a few times through potentially uh particularly sorry the speed gate um yeah. he can leave cars for dead there fairly easily which obviously power does make a difference through yeah, there yeah, for sure yeah. and the last layout um if also, that's if you know that car is going to be fast, you do a tape and you jump that car. And, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. 100, 100%. If, and that's the thing on if he's coming out and then balking through the speed gate, that's a big a shitty driver thing. Rather like you know, not shitty as in like bad, like shitty as in poor attitude driver. Like everyone knows that you come out that speed gun guns blaze a speed gate guns blazing. Doesn't matter if you got fifty kilowatts or four hundred kilowatts, yeah. and it's up to the chase car to go. 
that guy's got three times the power of me. I'm gonna absolutely jump. nail the speed gate and jump him. Yeah. So it, it is a it's a, it's a thing. But and that's, again, that, that, it's that only the run up that really makes a difference with power in these cars, yeah, yeah. especially with a restricted tire. Yeah. Yeah. So you, that you obviously we understand that more with like round two how that was obviously quite a quick a big run up. Yeah, so obviously round three is going to be a lot different. It's not a fast sure. run up, you yeah. know. So yeah. I guess that's probably not going to be as big of an issue at round three. I don't know. Like I said, I've been out of the scene a little bit with yeah. watching what else is going on. Um, but yeah, I guess, yeah, I don't think the power thing should be a big deal. I think that just comes with experience. Even in level two, um, the guys that are competing you got to like sort of like learn the guys that you're, you're driving against. And it's always one of those things. Like I'll always make an effort to talk to whoever I'm coming up against. Um, even though like obviously once you're in level one, you sort of know everyone. Um, and But you always still make that, um, you know, that effort to speak to someone and they might be having misfire problems or like my car, for yeah. example, was, uh, you know, my car is like really heavy. So I'm just trying to go as fast as I can out of the speed gate. But I didn't realize how fast or slow other people were going. So I'm like, oh, where are you sort of like putting your foot into it? And some people are like, oh, coming around the turn. And some people are like, oh, at the cones, I'm I'm nailing it. And I'm like, okay, I don't really know what to do here because level around what two speed gate wasn't really a gate. Like it was. No, nah, it's got it a like weird curve. Yeah, it was just more like you just follow the track. Like you, I followed monkey yeah, out you, there. Yeah, I think it was supposed to restrict the lead car to like a, basically a single lane on the outside. Yeah. But I think the cones kind of just maybe got tapped and walked out a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And by the end of it, you know, some of those guys were pretty much full noise through the whole thing. So, yeah. I, I was that's... in third gear at, just as I come, I pulled third just as I exited the gate. Yeah, okay, yeah. I was about the same then, but my third gear is really fucking long. So, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, um, the power thing, yeah, I don't know. I think that's not really the big thing. I think the... If the power's, like I said, showing through for maybe two rounds or something in a row. Yeah. Maybe then... Well, Harry, Harry won the first round and come... It was a podium four? in the second. Yeah. Top four? Have been... it was I don't think he made the final. Four. Did he make the final? No, because it was... Patrick. No, it wasn't. It was and... the 31 and the, the Ute. Yeah, yeah it, was Pat, it was Patrick and Payton in the final. So, yeah, so, like, it's not like he's come out and dominated. And he's had that car for... He did last year in it as well. Yeah. And he was, you know, mid-pack to to upper upper end of the mid-pack kind of thing. Like, it's not like okay, he's come so, out and so dominated we got what, with that car. We got, we got five rounds this year, yeah? Yeah. So, so, I guess he'd, he'd be one of the ones we'd, you'd keep an eye on and at the if, end of the if year. He, if he top finishes, like, top two, top three in the championship, like, you'd be like, hey, man, next next season, you're, you're, you're yeah. doing a one. Yeah, yeah that's pretty much, yeah. Like, and I think well, that's... Like, the... Same what happened with Brody, same what happened with um, Weston... Same what happened with Matty when yeah. um, he absolutely dominated the first season of L2. We can't yeah. forget that. Yeah, but to be fair, the first round there was like seven L2 cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really came I mean, in with the low strength of field on that one. <laughs> I don't know if you could talk too much. You just went out and won your first L1 straight out the box. Yeah, we'll, we'll, so. we'll get to that. We'll I get did to that. win. <laughs> oh, basically win. That was a win. <laughs> oh. Controversial. <laughs> anyway, so speaking of people that have been, have come back after long absences, we'll go back onto that train. Oh, um, yeah, we should get back to what we're actually supposed to be talking Gil, about. Gil's got a drift. Kelly Wong's back. Kelly, Kelly Wong's back. Kelly They've Wong. opened up the first strings, and there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen that thing's got a, a bit more work done to it, so it's good to see Kelly back out there. I think it's been 
what, a year maybe? Oh, it's been more than a year. Has it? Year and a half. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, solid, solid 18 months. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's great to see Kelly back out and um, see what she's she's got. There's, that's going to be something to see because, obviously, she wasn't out of Matt Terry. Um, she's got no time to test the car and yeah. um, get rid of that ring rust. So, she's going to do all of that in that first morning, couple of morning sessions. So, and they've changed the turbo on the car as well because it, uh, Dave drove it at a grip day and said it was super laggy. So they've just adjusted that so that it's more yeah. mid-range. And so she'll adjust to that as well. But that, if anything, that's going to be easier. That's not going to be harder. So. And Roger's back. We, uh, we missed yeah. him last round. We didn't see much of him at round one either after... Uh, it was a clutch trouble, so. Clutch, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Clutch, clutch went bye bye. So he's a, he's definitely one to keep an eye out for. We know how good. I he's always have, like yeah. yeah, like Miller's not here, Aussie's not here. There's a few guys out. This is Roger's chance. We're gonna yeah. see him make the podium, and then he blew his clutch. <laughs> We're all hyping up Roger. So Roger, he's back. <laughs> this is his chance. <laughs> yeah, but really we did make up you. what we said about Roger on Maddie. So I'm breaking even there. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so it'll be good he... to see Roger back and um, in that S15 2J. Uh, He's a very Matty? technical driver, um, and I think this layout for sure will be um, he's, he's if, so if the car works so for him. Stuff. Yeah, he he really is, and he's always really good. He just gets bumped out, usually top eight. Like he's pretty much always top eight if the car's working. He he just doesn't. He loses that that wow factor and pizzazz that you get from like the guys like Miller and Jake and stuff like that, who will just you know will throw a backy or throw like a snap ninety degree entry and stuff like that. Where Roger still is not quite around that point. Like he's really good at placing the car and like his proximity and his his technicality is really good. He's really good to watch and uh, like if you want to watch someone drift really precisely and really technically well. Watching someone like Roger is definitely something to do, but yeah, he just he doesn't quite have that coming from motorsport into drifting. Now he's just got to yeah. find that little bit of that extra that flair, that wow factor. You see that maybe yeah. some of the, you know the, the more um, alternative action sports orientated guys like your you know, your skaters and your, your BMX guys that you know are more about that style and the flair, um, and then they've got to learn that technical aspect and it comes and meets in the middle kind of thing. Yeah, you yeah. can see he's very methodical. Mm. Mm. Like he, he drives, he puts a lot of thought into it. He's got like yeah. he'd have markers, like he'd have an initiation marker, he'd have a you know basically a turn in marker. He go, this is where the apex is. Like his lines are always like bang on. Like he is like flows from clip to clip to clip. It's like it's never like oh he's had a little bit of wobble and he's a little bit wide here. It's just always like perfect. And it's just like that super super it's like dale campaign like three years ago where like he was super consistent always very precise just didn't have that pizzazz um that he got when he did dca for two seasons in a row and learned how to um to actually drive like a madman yeah and he'd be thinking about like one of the things i want to focus on this round is deliberately looking in the right places on the track because I, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I do a lap and I'm just like, ah, oh, I'm here. I don't know how I ended up here. This is just that's where I, I am on the that's track That's how I now. drive in general. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, like, there has to, be, has to be a better way. And I reckon it, it must be because of where you specifically look each lap. 
and looking in those particular okay, so spots. Okay, so one thing that I I actually tried that, I can't remember when it was, I think it was a drift practice or something, just after I'd done my motorcycle license. Because at your motorcycle license, they're like, you got to turn your head, you got to look where you're going, all that sort of stuff. I'm like, I'm going to try this in the car, and it works. I think it was a crack at Metal or something. Because I've been the same at Metal I don't know where I enter turn one. I just like rogue gears and then throw the car. And if I'm too shallow or too wide, I adjust. Yes. And I tried it at Prack and I was like just doing lap after lap exactly the same line. I was like, huh, it sort of works. But and then I you didn't do, do it, it anymore. And then I didn't <laughs> yeah. do it anymore. And I but then like, you go, this is boring. I'm just going to start rolling gears and throwing it wherever it feels good. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then taking out old mate. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, oh, is that once again... Yeah. That was boring. Yeah. Me and Linda aren't allowed to... Uh... Oh. No, no, that was Bo at, Ma- at Malala. It was Lindo at X-Park. What? Uh, round, round and two, then Lindo at round three as well. Yeah. Round two, sorry. Yeah. You I... hit Lindo a lot. No, so Lindo, <laughs> X-Park wasn't my fault. That was Lindo's fault. <laughs> He's fun, Dale's fun, and I hit Dale. And then I gave Mac for vengeance and hit him at round two and buffed my car up and I still haven't fixed it. <clears throat> so we got pro rides again. This round, I think uh, they've got a few plans to make them run a bit uh, a bit smoother this time. Hopefully, they've got a few more cars up their sleeve, I believe. Yeah, that really so, went well last time. They sold pro rides for, like, I think there was a plan to have about eight cars. And then, like, Sunday morning rolls around. My diffs, I know it was my tail shaft. My tail shaft's blown. Linden had, uh, Landon had no power steering. Dean's car was misfiring. It wouldn't run. Um... I can't remember what else happened. We ended up having to get um, Hollands and uh, Tim to come back over from the skid pan because they were doing some stuff over there, some some demos for um, the JDM Speed event. We had to get them over. Oh, Cliff's car. Cliff, Cliff with the rotary had the most reliable car all day and did, like, the <laughs> most laps. Like, yeah. yeah. What kind of world are we living in where the rotary is the reliable <laughs> car? So, yeah, those guys will be back out there. So, anyone that wants a lap in the car, probably get in hey. quick because... I, I think Matt's about to say they're few of those. sold out. Uh, I haven't actually seen the tickets, but I, I know they do sell really, really quickly. Yeah. Uh, they've got six cars. You've got Tim Greaves, Jay Durker in his RX-7. Oh, yeah. Uh, That'd be a good ride. Simon, uh, Dean, Dan Pryor, and Spenny, if he's... Uh, should be working by then. I think it's working. If he, it's if he fixes his coilovers. His coilovers, yeah. yeah. I think he borrowed uh, Bob's for, <laughs> for next weekend. So yeah. um, he's just going to give it a lick of paint this weekend and then good to go. Yeah, and I think we have there's roll racing after the actual event too. Yeah, because um, it's probably something we should mention. It's a day event on a Saturday. So it's like 9 to 5-ish. So don't come up Saturday like at four o'clock going, yeah, I'm here in time for the finals because the finals will be on like right then. Maybe. It is it is a drifting essay event, so we might not finish until like eight, but, you know, it's supposed to finish at five. And then, yeah, so uh, uh, roll racing is on once again at the bend. They have been smashing out those roll racing events and they've been selling out like every time. So that's obviously um, a, a nice little earner there, but... Um, yeah, the cars go really fast and make lots of noise. Go watch it. Yep. So if you're coming out for the drifts, you can probably uh, attach a bit of roll racing at the end, unless you're a driver, and then you should be helping us fill in the holes that you created out on track after yeah. the event. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, if you're a driver, feel free to hang around and uh, give us a bit of help. Even if you didn't, it. Even if you didn't you. go off. <laughs> yeah. Thank you to the people that have actually hung back and, and helped yeah. out. Um, it makes a massive difference. Yep. You shouldn't be yeah. making the one-handed guy use the shovel. <laughs> you should have kicked Landon off the bloody um, tractor. No, yeah, you, ca- you can't do that. It would break his heart. He loves he's the bobcat. In, he's in love with those things. <laughs> he had he had so much fun. I think that was the only thing getting him through fixing yeah. up the track the other day. <laughs> After Ethan was screaming at him and he was screaming at Ethan. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway. We got into a little bit of a segue there. Yeah. So, uh, Hitech have also announced their layout in the last couple of days, I've seen. You forgot something? Haven't you forgotten something? Oh, yeah, I did. We would like to formally retract what we said about (laughs) Mr. Shay. I don't know if I tell you, I don't know how you say his name. Shay, yeah, Shay's right. I got it, good. Um, We said that he went off the track. And he had to go clean it up, and apparently we were wrong. Surprise, surprise. Like we always say, do not trust us. We are not correct at probably any point in time. So uh, a little retraction for him. Sorry. Now onto the high tech layout. (laughs) Yep. So uh, we've seen the high tech layout. I'm just going to push through now. We're going this way. (laughs) (laughs) We're seeing the high tech layout. It's. Pretty much the same layout we ran last round, but with oh, an extra bit on it. It's going to be very, very long. I'm interested mm. to see whose tyres actually make it through two runs, if you've got yeah. uh, 15 million horsepower like half of those guys do. They're going to have to literally switch left to right tyres. Like, as they come around, they're going to pull up, jack the car up, switch tyres around. Because that left-hand tyre is going to absolutely get massacred running that bowl at the end. So, yep. Big time. Even even just turn one layout from last round, like I was ending up with bolt on the left and half tread on the right without yes, the bolt. And, so. and another big power loaded because yeah. it's on a bowl as well, so you load up that tire. Um, yeah. You basically you know, go two for one, do some race changes. Just race NASCAR change the left, get two battles out of a right, one battle out of a left. It's going to be like that. If there's mm. there's reruns, I'm pretty sure they're going to have oh. to uh, have five minutes every time that there's a rerun. So that should be pretty interesting. It is going to be interesting coming out of the tighter horseshoe shoe section and trying to uh, extend out to the wall too. Uh, it's not super hard. Yeah, uh, but when you've got seven a few times in practice. on. With semi-slicks maybe a little bit more, but it yeah. does, like, once you come out in transition, if you're on the gas... It's uh, it's actually a fairly a fairly flowy run up onto the wall. You don't have to really like shimmy the car or anything out. Like it does flow pretty well. And with uh, <laughs> these guys having so much power, they should be able to. That I think that will be less technical than the outside clip on the entry of the M's at Winton was. Yeah. Mm. So do we? Who's doing um, high tech? Pete on it, Matty. Uh, it really depends on round three, and it is only two weeks after, so it's a bit of a stretch financially. I really want to because it's it's going to be here. Uh, but I'm, yeah, obviously priority is state series um, first, and then see how we go after that. Yeah, is there anyone else, Jack? Are you are you looking at doing? I don't it? have a I don't have a roll cage yet. Oh well, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to be the only high tech driver. 
How much? Does the how event much? That cage, doesn't have to have a glove. How much cage do you? Oh, I have to have. What is it? Half cage, full cage. Uh, I don't know if it's that specific. I think it needs to be a full cage. I'm out. Yep. But yeah, you gotta have like boots, gloves. And yeah, all that. And... Oh, that's not that's not hard. The roll cage is a six month wait. It's hard. Oh, that's a little yeah. harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that AGI? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so, pretty much everything at the moment. I think yep. it's all I know about is you, uh, Bo. I would say Colby because he went over for the Vic ones. So I would say he'd do the SA one. Uh, Mitch Doyle is pretty much SA. <laughs> Um, He's doing the the pro one though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Not pro man. Tate, what you're gonna go pro? Yeah. Yeah, I figure like if I want good competition for radial tires, I'll just do DSA. If we're gonna do something a bit special, I might as well go put semi slicks on and try something. You are gonna do semis, okay? Yeah. Only two two fives though. That's all I can fit under my (laughs) belt. Yeah. (laughs) Have you driven with? Sammy's before? Nope. No? Nah. nah. I'm just hoping the LS pulls me through. Yeah. If not, I'll just go to 70. I like, I like how you like, oh yeah, I've like spent all this time struggling with the CA doing radials and now I'm going to like build this nice LS. It's going to be much easier. To... I'm going to put semis on it now. Make it hard to drive again. <laughs> Well, that's what I figured. I figured, like, oh, I did all right with the CA that massively underpowered and undergripped. So I'll just go do the same thing. Just a bit okay. faster. Well, I haven't done semis before, but they don't last anywhere near as long, do they? No, but I figured out today they're not actually that much more expensive. So yeah, no, I, used to, like I used to run good. I used to run good ride semis at, with um. Uh, what I used to do, Ben? ADGP. Yeah. ADGP. Um, I used to run those good ride yeah, semis. And fossil. I, I used to actually not get that. I used to use them in at Prack and stuff just because for what it, we we're paying for them, they were killer. It's interesting. So I've seen like Tommy Monkhouse out at X Park on a set of two six five semis literally last an entire day. Yeah. Just because you have so much like it's not it won't work so much on a track where you full blaze, but like on a tech track because you have so much surface area, the tire never gets hot. It doesn't like yeah when you're running a little cheese cutter like as soon as you start spinning the tires and a little bit of surface area gets hot real quick starts burning you know you starts melting and you use the tire. But when you don't, when you have all this surface area that doesn't get hot, it lasts forever and ever and ever. So it's only really when you're like, bah! and going is where semis really start to fall apart. But if you can manage the heat on them, you'll get a lot of life out of them. So what you're saying, two two five semis is the worst of both worlds. Basically, excellent. Looking forward yeah. to it. <laughs> is it is it worth going to like a two four or two five five radial and? Probably not. You probably get warped. Yeah. I I probably, but I'm already tearing strips off the sidewall of two three fives. You know what you do? Get a hammer. Yeah. No. Oh no. god. <laughs> Back in your box. <laughs> you, no, you said your car's already quick, and you haven't even tried to dial anything <laughs> into it. I just. Yeah. Like... Yeah. I'll I'll think about two six five radials but yeah I, I don't have wheels that they'll fit on i don't think they'll fit under those guards 265 so at least I got some, i've got some 17 by seven and a halves that'll fit under your guards pretty well 
Yeah, I don't, I don't think they'll fit over the brakes. I don't think they'll fit a two six five because they're like threat. <laughs> oh, it's got the Beamer's got big brakes, so it's got to fit over ah. that too, which is a whole other thing. But anyway, so I got some particular questions to ask our special guest Maddie because last time that we had uh, Kale on, we didn't think <laughs> we winged it and it went really poorly. <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise! <laughs> so it's just just a couple here that we're gonna shoot down your direction, Maddie. So. Yeah. Tell us, how does it feel to get second in your first L1 event? How did how did the emotions flow on that one? That was... Uh, I was heaps nervous leading up to it and even before I even went out on track and I was I think I was talking to Ben about it and then did the first practice session and once I'm in the zone, I'm fine. Like, you do the first few laps or whatever, it's fine. Um, it wasn't really a very technical layout. Like, it's fairly flowy and... I wouldn't say easy, but you you could hit the clips um, pretty consistently. So after I did the first few runs, all good. But then I ended up in top eight, and then top two versus Dale, I was like, "What the hell?" Like, what? That's when I started to get intimidated. Like when I was against Dale, I was like, "Oh, I don't. I've never done this before. <laughs> I don't really know what to expect." Um, but L one is easier in the sense of being able to push yourself because your trust is higher the consistency is higher with the people you're driving with the speed is usually higher and i, I found it a lot easier to be able to push my driving um and i knew well, that was the time to do it was in the finals like day i was on the podium anyway so like there's no point holding back uh it did take a few days to be honest for to actually sink in because i was like what the hell just happened but um yeah awesome <laughs> i did like the little tire blowout at the end of your uh your final run there sparks and all yeah the whole last battle was on on uh belts which i didn't even notice until it popped at the end i knew i didn't really notice the grip difference i was just i was in the zone um i never even thought about having to change tires as, as, as i said <laughs> i've never never had to do that many reruns or like the finals so were they so, fresh tires at the start of the final battle or were they already uh, used? They were top eight tires, but I was getting full sessions out of a pair of tires in prac. So, so you did top, top eight, top four, and then four and, runs of the finals. Yeah, so I, I thought I would have been all good, but <laughs> I guess so not. Yeah, what were, so they, they, what, what ten, were actually running? Ten, ten laps on one pair? No, 12 laps on one pair. Yeah, which it's not bad, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I guess I wasn't expecting the finals to go that that much. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, you haven't been paying too much attention to Stewie's <laughs> NBA conference finals best of three playoff. And I guess you don't have like the cool down time, like you could back at the start line, and you go again. So, uh, yeah. Jack, I was on two, three, five Salens. I know okay. I can run up to two, five, five, but yeah, then don't. Not. Sorry, yeah, they're not they really apart. worth. I had no good. No, so I usually run. Oh, oh, oh. Here three. we go. Hold on, get some okay, drink, yeah. guys. <laughs> Let me get my stuff. Salins now. Uh, I used to run two, three, or two, four, five salins, and I'm yeah. like, oh, I can run a two, five, five now. I'm trying to run a two, six, five because I know two, six, fives are alright. And Stewie's like, no, only a two, five, five. So I'm like, I'll just get two, five, fives in. Like, I don't know, how many laps been? Like, first, second lap, they were just chunking, like, falling apart. 
You do yeah. like two, like I jump in the car with him. First two laps, I'm like, this has got so much grip. This is really good. Third yeah. lap, it's oh, we're sailing off ice. turn one because the tyres have turned to ice. Yeah, but oh, they're wow. the same, so same sailing right. But then we found out afterwards, it's actually a different pattern. So the actual whole tyre is different, even though it's still a saloon, whatever the they're trezo, called. Trezo, trezo, whatever. Yeah. It's actually yeah. completely different. So don't run any more. Don't, yeah, don't <laughs> stick with the two, three, fives, mate. <laughs> yeah, I just dropped. For you, so. <laughs> I was running yeah. as, I think I went as low as 18 PSI because, again, I didn't want to go any lower than that. I don't know what I can go down to before I start debating, so I wasn't going to play well, Yeah, what with your rims? What with your rims? Uh... Most of them nine and a half. Oh, okay, yeah, mine are ten and a half. So that's why I stress about running two, three, fives. Yeah, yeah. What pressure? Uh, I usually run around twenty. Yeah, so yeah, with that's with a two five five though, you know, or two six five. Yeah. I normally use two six fives at practice and stuff like that. Yeah, but I'm scared of yeah debeating, obviously. Yeah, but I guess I'd rather have an all right tire and risk debeating every now and then than my tires falling apart in a lap and a half. So I don't know. For sure. You don't really get your value out of that. I've had no, a couple that's right. yeah. terrible brands that blew apart in two laps. Yeah, well, and... I was running Achilles for the longest time and then just like all of a sudden just went to junk again. Like They were really good, went to junk again. And I went through probably 40 tyres and just they're like, oh, it's a bad batch, it's a bad batch. And I went through like 40 or 50 tyres. Yeah, that was the two four fives and the two six fives. Yeah. And he was me with my, with my yeah. 205 16s, and it's like, yeah, I'm getting 30 laps out of my pair. Yeah, I don't know what you're like, about, Jack. <laughs> man, I'm like doing the S's at Malalar, coming around turn two, and the car's just like violently vibrating because the tyres are literally falling apart. Mm. And I'm like, well, this is shit. So I went to Salins thinking, okay, Salins are the next, you know, they're not a real cheap, cheap tyre, but they're like that, you know, not full China spec, but they're like the really affordable budget tyre and didn't have a problem for ages and then went up sizes because I could. And yeah, don't do it. Stick with the two three fives. Obviously, they're working for you. But the two six fives are all good. Is that? I didn't have a problem with two six fives. I just couldn't. Yeah. Not allowed to use them at. at yeah. CNC, so. Yeah. I asked Dewey like six times, and I'm like, it's not because I like want to. It's because I sort of need to. Because the in between sizes are junk. Yeah. But yeah, if I could run a two three some... five. Kale's got some Diamond Star, or think I think they are two five fives on special at the moment. So I just grabbed a couple of those and I'll yeah I'll try them. I'll stick with the two three five and then try these yeah. in best of the rest or something just to see what yeah. I should do if it's not raining. Yeah, well, yeah. That'll be another issue, I think, um, or for myself going. I'll be I'll be nice and warm in my little commentary box. <laughs> <laughs> no rain uh, for me. I'm yes, more rain, scared about. Rain. The bowl initiating in like, well, Scando into the bowl in the rain in the 1600 kilo car. I don't know. Was <laughs> oh, that all yours, ways? <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> 1666, it was on the scales. <laughs> oh, heck. Yeah, I need to. You guys, you guys scale your car. <laughs> <laughs> My car weighs yes. Yeah. <laughs> Depends how much I think my curb weight's like 1,800. Yeah. The ute was like 1,900. But you've cut a fair bit out of yours, haven't you? Uh, in the back, yeah. Uh, but I'm kind of regretting that now because it's 60-40. And oh. I, I'm now adding stuff back in to try and yeah. get it a little bit more. Yeah. Because the, the barrows are obviously not light and there's nothing taken out of the front. So I'm just putting the fuel cell further back and the water sprayer 
tank and stuff, just trying yep. to get yeah, it a little bit more. Back. Do you notice it though? Like, obviously, you, you looked pretty pretty comfortable and obviously pretty consistent in it. Do you notice that front end being heavier, like compared to the skyline and stuff like that? Uh, not really. Um, I I was struggling at Malar to unsettle it because um, yep. it is so big. But then I dropped tire size. It had two six fives on the front when I got it. I should have changed them sh- straight away. But yeah, I run two three fives now and twenty mil total toe out, and that that was awesome at tailing. So yeah, um, it sounds excessive on like an S chassis or something, but twenty mil and a big car like that just seems to work. So yeah, yeah I think I, I think I run on mine on the yeah. one eighty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I need to put more toe out in the front of my VE because I just put like a little bit in it thinking I don't even know what it was. I think it was only like total 10 mil or something, but maybe that's what I need to do because Ben said my car feels like it has like a decent amount of lock. It just doesn't feel like it wants get, to stay there. Get to it, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm running in Smokey at the moment. I'm running dead straight, but that's one of the All changes right. I'm going to do for next round is I'm going to put 20 mil because I prefer that with the... Uh, with the 180 and it sort yeah. of just felt like the car didn't it, it didn't feel like it had enough forgiveness in the lock you always feel like you're on the ragged edge of like just saving it in time are you yeah. running low ackerman in your knuckles or because gen- generally you run a, a lot of toe to compensate low ackerman because when uh, you have low ackerman got... and no toe you, you wheels let, end let me up just like call stewie and ask yeah. Uh, <laughs> I run the one that I Chelsea Denova said he liked. To pop up over my head. <laughs> nah, I ran like the a third setting, which Chelsea said was the closest to stock BMW yeah. Ackerman. So I'm still running that, but yeah, and no, I think the toe out actually helps a fair bit. So yeah, I find with mine because I got Showtime knuckles, uh, which are very uh, mild in in that respect. So I'm only running eight mil total. So it's four mil aside, and that feels pretty good for what it is. But I also run 10 degrees of caster, so... <laughs> Do you run out of lock? Yeah, all the time, but it's because yeah. it's a shitty Commodore. <laughs> and Jack, yours is just stock, isn't it? Ah, uh, what's that? Your front you end. Your knuckles? Yeah, yeah, mine's all... St- oh, I've got um, like little rack spaces that I've got machined yeah. up. Um, yeah. Which ma- did make a little bit of difference, um, but yeah, apart from that, I still got I've still got whatever the freaking factory caster, and that is I don't have yeah. any caster adjustment or anything. I've got yeah, Shockworks <laughs> Shockworks coilovers and yeah, a bit of a wheel alignment that's probably stuffed now because I've hit everyone. So I get back on track um, with these questions, I guess. Um, was there a reason, Maddie, that you initially bought the Ute over something more conventional? Going from a 33 to a, a Falcon Ute is a sort of a bit of a more unconventional step. What was the, what was the thought processes behind that one? Uh, yeah, so I was, uh, after I got rid of the 33, I did have a S13 shell that was meant to be a, a Barra anyway, because I always wanted to do Barra. Um, and then that, <laughs> the more I added to the parts list, the more I was like, this is going to take a lot of time and money and I just want to drive. And Darren's car had been up for sale for a while and it, it kept dropping. So I was watching it 
Um, and then when it went down to like 15, I think it was, I got a four. I was like, an S13 is going to take me a lot Twice longer. Twice that money to... in two years to build. And then teething issues and set up. And, and I've never driven an S chassis. So like every car I've driven, like Commodore or <coughs> like 33s or whatever, they've all been big cars. I haven't driven an, a smaller car. So um, I didn't really want to do that. And then, yeah, go through teething issues. And obviously it would have taken a shitload longer. So when that came up for that price, I was like, it's just, it's <laughs> was a reliable car. And um, it's, it's been, well, it was built like 10 years ago. So it's, it's proven itself as, you know, it's, it's, I think with the right driver, it was able to do um, what it should be, should be doing. Cause I think Darren's more like show pony smoke show. Like he wasn't really interested in competing or anything like that. So he never really pushed too hard. Um, but fourth gear turn two was more his thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think, it was more. It was more because it had a barrel, and then it was just cheaper, quicker, and easier to go for that, um, rather than go through the hell of building an SS. <laughs> yeah, it takes a long time to do those builds, and you. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't got another car, it means you're out of drift for a long time. So. Yeah, which you, I did, really didn't want to do. Yeah. Did you do much to the car between? Um, obviously, you had some teething issues with the. Like the engine or something wasn't it but did you do much between buying the car setup wise and going out to round two uh apart from fixing things no not really um i had a lot of gearbox and clutch issues and flywheel bolts and stuff like that which apparently which all common very common issues, problems. which i now know <laughs> um so yeah, I, I honestly didn't get to drive it trouble free until I reckon close to a year after getting it. Um and then round two it was mostly trouble free until the till the finals. Um I didn't really make any changes setup wise, like apart from a bit of bit more toe out and changing tire sizes. Um I, I put the rear shocks to write down to soft because they were um, at the hardest setting. So I thought, even though it's leaf spring, I was like, well, maybe soft will get me some more grip somehow. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. Still trying to work out how to get a bit more out of it because I'm, I'm driving around trying to dive onto people at the moment, like just using the size of the car and the torque that it's got. But grip wise, like, Alex K in particular, his car was super quick um, through corners and I, there was no way I could stay on him. So Yeah, I um, couldn't stay on him either when I was battling him. I you're always, yeah. always going to find that with live axle as well. You're going to struggle, especially on angle with speed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like my, my VS is the same thing on like, you know, 30, 35 degrees angle, like about you know, less aggressive angle. Um, it's quick, like it's super quick, but as soon as you go to lock and pong the angle on, it just goes uh, and stops and just starts blazing yeah. the tires and doesn't go anywhere. And that's yeah. it's just the thing, like with, with live axle cars, because you don't have the camber, it don't get any side bite out of those tires. So, like, yeah, it's just one of those things, like, they're really hard to drive with a lot of angle. Um, so it's one of those things you got to 
just kind of deal with and and drop if you want to keep up with people you just drop the angle basically and yeah do a little bit of camera car work behind them yeah well i, I definitely don't like i've seen um there's two utes of that i know of now that have done like a s or a z chassis um, yeah they look like in no no offense but they look like bags of dicks to drive yeah uh, so yours is still working for you at the moment so like <laughs> just uh, um, keep, keep driving basically drive around yeah, I, I, yeah i'll just adjust a bit of weight i think a little bit more weight over the diff might help um just get it to the ground a little bit more but apart from that I, yeah it's just adapting to be honest yeah that sort of leads into the next question that i was had for you for yourself is um how's the ute different to drive compared to like say a standard 33 <coughs> that you've been driving in the past i know it's very very long um compared to most cars out there does that factor into it uh it never did until we had to do initiation onto the wall uh like it's never been an issue for me driving until yeah they're like oh you we really need you on that wall and you you can't see it at all and even in your rearview mirror they're so high you you can't see it so my first battle round is when I found it and it was a little bit harder than I'd hoped and it sort of nearly touched the front end so after that I was I sort of found that that's you knew where the wall was by that stage yeah you'd gone slightly too far yeah I know about that Thankfully, not Troy Lipchinski's too far, but... I <laughs> oh, see so you didn't aim straight at the wall and go into <laughs> no. it. Um, it does, uh, for anyone who's ever chased a ute, it's an absolute nightmare to chase. I don't know if you've ever chased one tape. Um, uh, or actually, Jack, Jack probably hasn't you. either. No, maybe no, Jack well, probably Tate would have chased me in my ute, but... Yeah. But yeah, Jack and I both had utes at one point. Um, when I had the VU and you had the VE, so yeah. That's right, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're just, because most people sort of aim for your door, whereas yeah. only you, there's a lot more behind the door when you transition. Transition is where people, like, um, I took Kurt's front bar off because he just didn't allow for that sort of transition and yeah. he's such an aggressive chase driver that... You've got so much of like a pendulum motion as well yeah. that comes across. It comes across. Yeah. It doesn't look very fast from like far away because you like look at it as oh, yeah, it's a transition, but the back point of that ute is moving really rapidly across because it's <laughs> so long. Um, probably the only other main difference that I found with it because uh, I guess I'm used to driving heavier cars, but it carries a lot of momentum, like, for example, from turn one to turn two at Malala, it carries a shitload of momentum going into there, so I've really got to haul it up um, in the chase on the foot brake just to try and, like, not go through their car. Um, but, again, I, I, I like adapting to that sort of stuff because it's something I haven't had to do before and drive a, a different style as well because the car's completely different. So, so that's like uh, when you... When you go through turn one to turn two, when you're off power, it, it just doesn't slow down. It just it keeps cruising at pretty much the same yeah. speed sort of thing. Yeah, like it, it doesn't haul up when you're on angle at all. It just sort of, I don't know if that's because it's solar rear or just because it's uh, so heavy. So heavy, yeah, just, um, but yeah, again, I like that. And 
sometimes I tap the foot brake to sort of slow it down a bit and it sort of puts me on a bit too much angle. So it's just like, again, finding what does and doesn't work for that car. And um, there was something else I was going to say about it. I can't remember. <laughs> Do any of you boys got any questions for Matty? I've, I've got my three that we've, uh, we've chatted through now. Yeah, we kind of kind of tan, tangented it in tan, tangented into some of the stuff I was going to ask as well. But uh, one thing um, I, I'm interested in is obviously you, you did L2 for that year, um, and then the, got rid of the 33, bought the Ute, had issues, um, and you spent a lot of time behind the scenes with DSA um, helping out. Um, and this is the first event you've done where you actually haven't been working per se at the event, like, you know, doing stuff behind, behind the scenes. You've been obviously still um, very heavily involved outside the events. Um, but how did you find that transition going from spending the weekend running around the pits like a headless chook to um, sitting around your car like a headless chook, trying to make everything work? Yeah, it was tricky this time because when I was in L2, I was involved in Drifting SA, but not a lot and I didn't really have a role whereas this time in the lead up and uh, and stuff like that I've had a lot more to worry about as far as some organization stuff goes so I couldn't really switch that off on the day even though I didn't have a role to do on the day it was still sort of in the back of my mind that I'm meant to be doing something um but as soon as I started driving that kind of went away like I, I helped out with screw in the morning just to get that done and then I sort of switched all that off because uh, once I'm driving, I'm, I'm in the zone. So, um, yeah, it's good to – I think my role with DSA is mostly lead-up stuff anyway. Like on the day, it's group or like a uh, pit run or something like that anyway. So it was never like anything too stressful. But, yeah, it's good to, to be able to drive and still do like the sponsorship stuff and driver coordinating and stuff like that which i can still do pre-event anyway so i think it's good i've got a good mix of um balancing the two cool cool any questions jack no look yeah like ben said we sort of tangent and talked to anything that i wanted to ask anyway and obviously no no regrets about the ute so far you know as in now that you've you know got it to somewhat reliable and um, are you enjoying driving it? Like you, lo- you obviously like the challenges. Yeah, I, I love the fact that it's not a conventional um, drift car. Like that's just because I feel like I, I don't want to ever be comfortable. Yeah. Uh, I find that boring, and I feel like you yeah. should never feel like you've I, made it or or I you're at feeling. the top. Like I feel like you should always be pushing towards like further. Something, so, something more, yeah. Yeah. So and and that um, going back to the second place thing, like mentally, I was like, "Shit, I've set my bar too high. I need like, where do I go from that? Apart from like, obviously trying to match that or like another top eight or whatever. Like, have I have I set my bar too high? Like, I can't build up too much more from that apart from sort of consistency. So. Um, yeah, that, I struggled with that one a little bit, but I mean, we can only see what happens at the next event, and who knows? <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah, I think it's always, you know, it's always going to be a thing about um, consistency as as well as obviously being 
especially in, in you know drifting SA events, it's you got to be a, a ballsy driver for sure. Um, yeah. But you, at the end of the day, you still got to be consistent. Like that's one of the main reasons Dale's always, you know, essentially on the podium because Up he's the yeah. yeah he's the most consistent driver probably. I'd say going around in Australia at the moment, he's the most consistent driver. But he's like Ben said, a couple you know, Dale was a boring driver a couple of years ago. Like, don't get me mm. wrong. And everyone told him that. And it wasn't until I think essentially DCA brought out a little bit more of the aggression in him and he's sort of learnt to to put on a bit more of a show and probably maybe not focus so much on trying to win all the time. And it's naturally just come that he can drive aggressively and still consistently. Um, obviously, he's one of those guys that has a good team behind him as well. Like, um, yeah. that was dad, and that's obviously always there. The car's always, you know, Mickey Mouse. You got Vitaly and stuff. You got Vitaly, you know. So that does make it a shitload easier when you got a crew behind you as well. And um, reliability, like that car. Yes, yeah, exactly rare, right. right. You know, it is that car has been around forever. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and Dale was also very. Um, like sympathetic mechanically with that car as well. Like, yeah, you know, you don't see him drive around belting the limbo constantly. Like, he always keeps his car like in the fat of the torque. Like, he he knows how to drive that like that car well and and keep it in one pace. And he knows yeah. when to turn the aggression on when it when it the uh, when he needs to. Comes. He still yeah. can, and that's that's obviously one thing that's come you know with time um, and experience and 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 the and the track time. Um, and yeah, like I said, he's. Um, he's definitely like, you know, having a, your top two battle against him um, would have been freaking awesome. Like I've driven with Dale a couple of times and yeah, he's one of those drivers that, you know, he, he doesn't play games. Um, so, you no. know, for a fact that you battling him to, to reruns and everything, you were driving freaking excellent. So, you know, hats off to you and, and I'm proud of you. And um, yeah, it's like, Thanks, yeah, it's your sort of you, what you've brought to drifting SA has, you know, Everyone sees it, you know that. Like everyone, everyone loves it, and it's great to see you come back out there and and drive and and do well. And um, yeah, just just keep doing that and keep being you. I think you know. Thanks, mate. No, are we all feeling warm and fuzzy now? <laughs> Give us a hug. But no, that's you know that's one thing I've always obviously been inspired by you, Matt. And um, yeah, it's it's awesome. So. I'll um I'll see you at round three. Obviously, I'm not going to be driving there myself. Um, I'm going to no, be you're too busy doing prac. I'm going to be I'll a loser. You're doing Malala prac. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'll come out afterwards and and uh, sort of watch and and no doubt you'll be um putting on a show. So yeah, I look forward to seeing it. Thanks, mate. Yeah, this I think this layout, uh, considering like my, well, I guess lack of grip, will this layout will be hard because it is mostly technical. And your big booty. Through yeah, that, my big that, that tight section is tight. Like, those tight, last tight. two, yeah, those last two, like, even in a, a small car, like, trying to chase on them as well. Like, I feel sorry for anyone behind the U in that section. I was going to say, in reality, man, flip the mirror up because it's whoever's chasing you, it's obviously their, that's their issue. But I, I don't care what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Flip side is when you still, I've figured this obviously always driving big cars as well. Still, trying to chase a small car sometimes is so yeah. hard, especially if you're, you're like, in like, front and section. behind someone at the same That's time. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's like, so hard. This is so hard. Like you watch someone initiate and like they put on the wall and you like you go to tuck in like just behind the front and wheel. Still in front and of all of a all of a sudden, like you're buried for like last two foot of your car into the wall. You're like, uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've done a whoopsie. Uh, yeah, look, I've uh, driven with Ducky and I think Spenny both in the MX-5s and yeah. <laughs> 
that's that they were spinny and zucky like that and then you're still next to both of them yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. i i love all that sort of stuff like i love adapt that's why like i'd never driven with dale apart from x park stuff i've never j- battled him obviously i've never driven at any speed with him so to reach up into the finals next to him i was like I have no idea what to expect. And to be honest, he probably thought the same thing because we didn't battle all day. We didn't drive together at all in practice. So then he's like, oh, shit, who am I up against top two? (laughs) It's like, what the hell are you doing here? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I think think even he would enjoy stuff like that, seeing new people up um, next to him as well because I guess it could get boring for him um, and, and Miller too, I guess, like, those guys are consistently dominating, and I think it's really good that the SA way well, the SA um, series is run pushes new faces up there. And yeah. I was lucky to have that year off, I think, to be able to watch all that from start line or pit release or whatever, and see what needs to be done and what people are doing <laughs> to get up to the top. Like um, Jake Jones, especially, like really stepped it up in that last season that he did. Um, yeah, just, just watching what works for people and what doesn't while I was still working was awesome because I could take all that in. Yeah, and that's good. Go and that's... Expect, uh, how do you go with your expectations now? Because obviously you, you came into the round with none or very limited expectations. Yeah. You've gone up here. How yeah. do you go into the, the next couple of rounds? Because um, you, you know, haven't left a lot for you to go... You know, down here, yeah. you've gone straight to the top. So yeah, um, I mean, obviously, there is only one more place to go up. However, that's not my aim uh, because I've I've done one round and it was a second. And I think personally, I really just need to prove to myself that I can just do a top eight, um, and then but just uh, do a, do a backup round, like see. Yeah, you, know, you got to back up that first round and see see where you, where you lie. Whether it was yeah, you know just like, that that one flash in the pan where you just had that really good run and you like you made it through all so far, and then see if you can back it up with maybe probably a little bit more of a technical layout where um you maybe not as as advantaged this time. Yeah. Like it's going to be a, a, a more of a disadvantage with your car. Yeah. And um and see if you can back it up with like with you like you said like a top eight or a top four or something like that. Yeah, if I can if I can do a top eight, I'll be happy. Um, because that, that sort of lets me know that I'm I'm doing the right thing consistently. Because um, in battle rounds and stuff, you don't really know. Like you don't you don't see the points, and like, you, you don't really have any idea of what anyone else is doing because it's all happening so fast. Um, and then you get to top eight, and you you're just sort of looking around like who actually made it. Um, it was really good to actually to see Adam May up there as well. I did write down that somewhere. Um, yeah, it was really good to see Adam May make it up top four. I think he was, wasn't he? I think so. Don't, yeah. um, <laughs> Don't ask me about results. <laughs> obviously, he's no stranger to trophies back in his day, but he hasn't been that high in our series since we sort of picked it back up again. Yeah, I think he definitely he... made it to the podium presentations because there's that great photo from Will of Dale with his trophy and he's Adam in the background. Oh, yeah. He's just popped he's his bottle. He's prematurely popped. He's like, oh! <laughs> it's great. It's brilliant. I was going to meme it and do stuff on the on the page, but I'm lazy. I forgot. So Tate's doing all the heavy lifting when it comes to the memes. 
Yeah. Are, well, are our big guys going to make it? Do we know? Sorry, I cut you off there. Oh, that's all right. Uh, I don't know. I, I think there's an announcement tomorrow at 7. Or is it tonight yeah. at 7? About what the, the continuation of Victoria stuff is. But I know I heard on the radio on the drive home there was only one case today. So yeah. hopefully it gets relaxed and we can mm. see our Victorian brethren. I heard um, Bog has already uh, deserted Victoria and is in New South Wales at the yeah. moment, just so he can yeah. come down. <laughs> so, really? yeah, that's commitment from Bogger. Jesus well, he's Christ. got this round, but he's also got Vic Drift. Oh, sorry, not Vic Drift. Um, high Tech. Yeah, yeah. Later, so he wanted so... to make sure he could definitely get over. So, um, yeah, I think he he went up. <laughs> I don't know if he's visiting some rallies or um, up there for for work purposes or something. He's doing but, yeah. A... On-road LS conversion. <laughs> yeah. the back and he got an invite to World Time Attack. I don't know if mm. any of you saw yeah. that today. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. I didn't see it because I know it on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know. What was that? <laughs> oh, sorry, for the people in the back, I don't have Facebook. <laughs> That's going to be the title of this episode. Jack doesn't the outside have line number 10, Jack doesn't have Facebook. Well, he's not going to watch it because he doesn't have Facebook. <laughs> I had to ask oh, for the link last time Spotify. and then realised it's not going to work Is it either. on YouTube or YouTube? It's on, Just it's on, it's on YouTube. We can put it on YouTube if I got... Put it on YouTube. It's not lazy. <laughs> put it on YouTube, fine. Just for you, Jack. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Spotify as well. So um Yes, Spotify. Rate, rate review, five stars. Follow along, share with your friends. Can you rate Spotify? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Can you? Oh, Follow okay. us on Spotify, algorithms and such. Algorithms this that. <laughs> Jack's like, that's why I got off Facebook, the bloody algorithms. Yeah, the bloody algorithms. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the, right, government, right. the government the government. Yeah, that's, that's Lyndon. Speaking so oh, big big angle. V angles after him. Um, so, speaking of algorithms and and in social medias and stuff like that, um, what have you what have you got to plug, Maddie? Have you got have you got some socials that you can um, plug for us and and let us know? Uh, and, you know some sponsors and stuff like that because I see some some more stickers all over that car. Yeah, so uh, I need to do more, but social media is Maddie Ween Drift on Instagram and Facebook. And although they take up most of the space on my car, Scott's Tires aren't actually a sponsor, but they do look after me on price. <laughs> so uh, Scott's Tires and Sleekers Pairs um, both just look after me being legends in the sport, as they are for, I guess, most of the field. Uh, Thompson Insurance Services, which is um, Lockie from Port Augusta, Lockie Amato's mum. That's her business that she runs up there. And Elite Fab Works in Tail and Bend, who um, looked after me with my fuel cell and stuff. But all of those names, no stranger to drift. And uh, I think that's what we really like to see. Sweet. Very good. Well, thanks, Matt, for joining us. Um, yeah, and, and, uh, and, and I hope you enjoyed or endured um, <laughs> the, uh, the outside light experience. Um, this is this has been good. It was really good to to get some insights from you and and uh, you know get that that glimpse of um, someone that's seen both sides of the sport now from um, the the behind the scenes and then obviously driving as well. So um, it was great to have you on and um, really look forward to seeing how well you do at round three. Thanks guys, thanks for having me, and I do enjoy what you guys are doing. I think it's really good um, to have, especially. I don't know if it's because I'm local and uh, I know exactly who and what you're talking about when, when I watch this stuff back. But I think um, 
yeah, it's good to have this stuff both. What do you do if, between the events, or do you do it before uh, and then after? There's no rhyme or reason to when, Whenever I message <laughs> we people like, and think of yeah, it. We have a group chat that takes, like, so podcast, and then, like, it takes us a week to figure out what day we're all free. Hey, no, uh, actual, we take messages Monday. We're like, I'm like, I'm busy tonight. Ben's like, I'm busy tomorrow. Like, we're like, okay, Wednesday. Tate's like, all right, cool, Wednesday. We'll get, like, Maddie, we'll Maddie, get Maddie on, and then it's like, like boom, yeah, it's done. done. It was locked in. Because so, normally it would be this time next week, right before the event, and like Tate's yeah. like scrambling on the editing to get it up so like you know we can plug the event, which is also yeah. next weekend, June seventeenth, June nineteenth, Tate event on the Saturday, nine to five. <laughs> Buy tickets online, driftingsa.com.au slash tickets, something like that. There'll be a link in the Facebook and the Spotify. Is there links on Spotify? No. No, we'll go on know. Facebook, Probably which Jack not. doesn't have, and um, follow the link. Um, follow Drifting SA on Facebook to keep up to date with the events and the comings and goings. There is a live stream. If you can't make it, if you're over in um, interstate or, you know, you just don't want to go for a drive. Or you're or lazy. Or you're basically. lazy. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, if you do that, you have to listen to all of the me. So, um, so. Yeah, i got to do that either way. Yeah, if you're there, oh, if you're on the other side, maybe not, but I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah, June 19th, round three, come watch. It's during the day, so don't dilly-daddle around. Come up at, like, lunchtime, watch the battles, enjoy yourself, watch some roll racing, and then, I don't know, go to and on clean the, the track. get some Hungry Jacks, wait six hours. <laughs> oh, they close at nine now, do you not know yeah. this? Yeah, same as walking a box, the bastards. They uh, really good that last round. We got there at 9.30 and they were closed. I had to have a hot dog from Moe's. It was not great. <laughs> not going to lie. the same. <laughs> what about Faster Pasta, mate? That's, there is a Faster Pasta in Taylor um, Bear. Did you actually no, go to Faster Pasta? Because you said on the commentary oh, yeah. you had to go to Faster Pasta. Did you lie to us, Ben? No, I got Faster Pasta and Danny paid for it. Yeah, I was going to say, half your commentary was about Faster Pasta, so we I just Oh, yeah, so for those that don't know, the, if you you should have been watching the the, drive, the live stream, but me and Danny had a bet on the results of L2. Uh, and so Patrick, with the Polish last name that I can't pronounce, won me some Pasta Pasta, pasta for dinner. So <laughs> thanks, Patrick. Patrick, that's not removing the oil caller, Patrick. Oh, let's oh. <laughs> Uh, I've seen too many cars with crashes yeah. in the front end with just oil coolers <laughs> on the corner and behind a bumper that gone, let yeah. alone, and yeah, I've seen take bumpers off on transition. So, like, I don't know. If I was a scrutineer, which sometimes I am, I would be questioning whether that's a legal <laughs> legal uh, modification and whether that car would pass scrutineering. So the hot tip for Patrick, if he sees Ben, go to someone else. Don't get me (laughs) screwed in your car. I'll probably still pass it, but I'll I'll give you a stern talking to. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fellas. Thanks for this. We'll see you in another couple of weeks, probably somewhere in between high tech and this round. Yeah, look, something like we'll do a post show. (laughs) Post post show, pre show for high tech. I don't know, something like that. Yeah. All right. Hey, right. Hey, guys. Hey, right.